Greetings and salutations. We once again welcome thee to Recasted, the sheath which is propelled across the imaginary realm of fractional space to your own ears and layeth a new twisted tale of stories not long forgotten with a modern telling of our own entertainers. With the Institute of the Mind once more commencing, we beseech the bard and sing praise to the ancient muse to grant us the visions of greatness that will be driven into the hearts of humankind to wonder beyond the simple fate of a single coin toss. That being said, on today's episode, we have Hassa, Danielle, and myself, Chris, with background guest Freya. What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> we are recasting the not quite a Shakespeare play, but still has a Shakespeare play with it. Rosencrantz and Gilda Stern are dead. One love. Wasn't a question. Huh? <laughs> I asked you a question. No. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Um, I had never seen this movie. Nope. Hi, uh, Danielle. Hi. <laughs> I haven't either, and I never... You haven't seen it? You no. shouldn't be recasting it if you no, haven't seen it. No, I met before this, and I never read or know anything about Hamlet, so this really did not help watching this movie. You never read Hamlet? No, didn't do it in school. It depended on which English teacher you had. I did uh, Romeo and Juliet and Macbeth. I yeah, think we read it. Macbeth. We didn't read Romeo. Everybody yeah. does Macbeth. Yeah. So I have read Hamlet. I have not seen Hamlet, though. Like, actually seen it? Or yeah. I've seen a movie of Hamlet? No, I've seen a movie of Hamlet. The Mel Gibson one? Possibly. It's been a while. It was in high school. Probably the Mel Gibson one, then. I spent four hours <laughs> over the course of two days watching the Kenneth Branagh version. Four hours and two minutes. Because <laughs> it was the very first time they had ever done a word-for-word film adaptation of Hamlet. And the Rosencrantz, Guildenstern are not in it. Mm -mm. Like for ninety-five percent of this this play, they're no. only in it for a little bit. That part where they go onto the ship mm -hmm. doesn't even happen. <laughs> no, it's something that happens in the background. Yeah, um, but it was so weird because I was watching this and like it's it's weird seeing the scenes that they're actually in because they did them mm -hmm. for this. Like it was very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this movie was so weird. So weird. Yeah. I had a hard time getting through this movie. Yeah, we did too. I, well, I already have a hard time understanding Shakespeare, but with I, this, it's just like... Most people do. So, yeah, but yeah. I mean, if you watch like his other like plays or like in movies or whatever, with the scenery, what's going on, you're like, oh, okay, I kind of go, what's going on? And you're like, what, what's with these, like, what mm. are they doing? But I guess that's kind of the point. It, they're just the two friends or whatever of mm -hmm. Hamlet, right? And we're just Who seeing it from the, their really perspective. Friends. No, they're not even really friends. Like, <laughs> but like, I think in the original Hamlet, they're actually in line with the king. Like, they are traitors to Hamlet. Yeah, they're mm. in this too. Which is why they end up seeing their end. Yeah. Oh. In this, they aren't though. In this, they kind of are, but they have no idea what they're really doing there. No, no, it's the same thing. Yeah. And um, the, the part, the running joke in this movie of not knowing who the other mm -hmm. is not knowing which one is rosencrantz and which <laughs> one is guildenstern guildenstern um that actually is in hamlet because yeah. the king calls one of them rosencrantz and guildenstern and the queen goes uh -huh, guildenstern and rosencrantz to the other direction and you're like do they not know who these people are <laughs> <laughs> i like the fact that like they almost they don't know themselves yeah. like yeah. Wait, am I Rosencrantz and you're Guildenstern? Or? <laughs> well, they introduce themselves. I'm Rosencrantz and he's Guildenstern. And I'm Rosencrantz and you're Guildenstern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's, it's, very, it's very funny. I, I really, as, as much as this movie was confusing and weird, I really did enjoy watching it because of the acting of Gary Oldman, Tim Roth, oh, and yeah. Richard Dreyfuss. Yes. They are phenomenal in this. <laughs> they are so good in this. I, I really liked how Gary Oldman's character kept figuring out physics yeah i feel like they're like we need them to do something I let's look like at him do this plane. yeah but then or he like, makes like the actual plane plane and he's like mm. yeah and the apple dropping on his head yeah. and like it's just like he figures out the um not buoyancy um when you get into the tub oh, and how the water rises the, yeah um displacement no whatever oh uh, yeah <laughs> I'm not a science I, person. I can't remember. Um, but like, it's so weird. And then how the the, toy, the coin toss. 
Yes, 179 like, toss yeah. or something. And yeah. it finally tails at the end. But it really does make it seem like they're just dead. Kind of like makes them seem is, like they're in purgatory. Yeah, like this whole movie feels like they're in purgatory because they kind of are. Yeah, because they can't really... Because I, I, I don't know if it was the intentions, but it seems like they were always going up and down the same staircase. Yeah. Like they'd go down it, and then it would come down, and it just kind of seemed like they were in a, a loop until mm-hmm. they ended up in a room. And they always seemed to enter the same... I know the room changed, but it was always the same kind of room. Yeah, there's about like three or four different rooms, yeah. but... It did kind of seem that way, like once because they're outside the beginning, but once they're in that building, whatever, it just seemed like the they were in a maze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the, the and the players kept showing up. Yeah, right. And then the players do the whole end of Hamlet. Yeah, like in the twice. middle of, in the middle of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was just, yeah, it really just seemed like because they have zero, like, um, presence no. on their own lives in this. Like everything is about what happen is happening on the side to Polonius and Hamlet mm-hmm. and Gertrude and Claudius, right? Everything yeah. or Ophelia. Everything is their story. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are just these bit players in this They're just in the background. In this tragedy mm-hmm. that they have zero like mm-hmm. um, ability to change anything. Yeah. They have no agency in it. Agency, thank you. Yeah. And it's because of that that it makes it such a weird... Like, the part where they just, like, fall asleep and wake up on a boat. Mm -hmm. Like, where are we? We're on a boat. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) But then, uh, is it Guildenstern? Or no, Rosencrantz is Gary Oldman. Just say Gary Oldman and Tim Roth. I know. I like when Gary Oldman falls in the boat. Oh, yeah. Like, falls through, like, three (laughs) levels of it. Are you okay? Yes. (laughs) Nice bilges. (laughs) See, but so, that's, a, that's a weird thing. Like, it's like Gary Oldman's character. Like you said, he, he's figuring out physics and all that. Yeah, we got our background. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> like he's figuring all that, but he's played off as like the dumb guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So fun story because I remember seeing Are these seeing the that, Tim Ross stories? Yeah. So these yeah. Are good. I remember seeing this a while ago, but I rewatched it just to double check. So Tim Roth got the call from the director... Tom Stoppard about doing this movie. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to do this. He knows he knew the play because mm-hmm. Tom Stoppard wrote the play as yeah. well. I uh, like, I'd love to do the, love to do it. So he's went to meet him at his house. So he gets to his house and Carrie Oldman opens the door. He's like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> um, right. So they had, they, they hit it off like right away. The two of them. Yeah. And Tom, Tom was like, these are my Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. And then they'd spend the night drinking and talking and eating. And then later on the day, later that night, Tom drove Tim Roth, who didn't, who doesn't drive, hmm. to a train station so he could go home. And he's like, it'd be awesome if you could play this part, but you can't play it. And Tim Roth goes, what do you mean? And he goes, we're offering it to Daniel Day-Lewis because of contract problems. <laughs> and he's like, he's definitely going to take it because it's Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Arguably one of the best actors that has ever lived. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tim Roth was sad. And then yeah. like two weeks later, Daniel Day-Lewis was announced that he was retiring from acting for a while. <laughs> he was going to go be a shoemaker or something. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. And Tim was like, and then Tim got a call and was like, I guess I got the part. <laughs> so yeah, that's why he's in this movie. Because Daniel Day-Lewis decided to take a break. Like, Lucky for him, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> But he did such a good job. These I love, two together were we, great. We've talked about Tim Roth before. Tim Roth was great. I absolutely love him. He, him and Gary Oldman did such a good job together in this. They're so young in this. Yeah. Wow. Well, everybody. Like, I did not yeah. recognize Hamlet at first. Um, oh, yeah. Ian, Ian too. Glenn. Yeah. Ian Glenn. Until, Is it Ian or Ian? Uh, it's probably... It'd be Ian. It's I... Yeah, well, it's Ian. That's how you pronounce it. The guy no. from Beverly Hills 90210 is Ian. Really? And Sharknado. How is it Ian's both an I, though. I A N. Oh, pretty sure that's Ian. That's Ian because that's how yeah. my grandpa's name is. Fine, he's an Ian. It's that. Good to know. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't yeah. think that's. That could be Ian. He is Irish, I think. But like, did not recognize him until hmm? I was looking on IMDb and like, it's the Game of Thrones guy. Did you yeah. recognize Donald Sumpter, who's Claudius, who was also in Game of Thrones? Yes. Yeah. I think I recognize him. He's one of the maesters. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> the comment in the background. Sorry for the background noise. <laughs> um, okay. I know this movie is super weird. Uh, it did have a Rotten Tomato score of critics of 62%. Critics did not like this movie. Yeah. I um, can see it. Audiences liked it a lot more with 87%. Oh, wow. I yeah. can see that because... I think this is more of a, an actor's piece of Gary Oldman and Tim Roth. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is just watching them on screen and the chemistry they have. Though, when I was looking this up, this is going to date this episode a little bit, on Rotten Tomatoes, this is, which, which is what we use to get those scores, Tenant had a lower audience score than Bill and Ted Face the Music. And there is no way... <laughs> that, I just want movie... Bill and Ted Face the Music. <laughs> There's just... no way that that movie is better. So... No, but I think it, it's when no. your audience scores that, it's because yeah. everybody it's, it's wanted all, to see Bill and Ted. It's back. all about enjoyment. And yeah. like I watched it, it Bill and Ted's not a masterpiece, but it's no. a very nostalgic movie that you go, huh? Like this isn't great, but this isn't bad. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Like they are still Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. Although it's sad because you don't get uh, George Carlin, but no, you get a. There's hologram a... of them. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Spoiler alert. I know. Sorry. Right? Oh no, George Carlin's been dead for what? Well, no. The spoiler alert was the fact that they they show him in the movie. Not that he died. I was going to assume no, you, you would have, have all thought. Watch it anymore. Okay. Well, it comes <laughs> in, in about twenty minutes. No. <laughs> okay. Is um, anybody want to change anything? Oh about this hell yes. Oh, okay. But are you? Uh, a little bit. Not a big change. But some of it has to do with my casting that kind of changes it. Okay, well, we're not talking about casting changes. Just but like, that's what changes that, the physical, idea physical of it. Physical changing. Like, do you want to change? I thought the about setting? making it modern. Change? So here's my pitch. And there's a sandwich on the ground now. There's two pieces of sandwich on the ground. So here's my pitch for this I'll movie. I'll take one if she doesn't want it. <laughs> the way I'm changing this. The way I am changing this. Is that. It's still going to be kind of similar. They're kind of trapped in this area, but the time periods keep jumping. So the costumes, the background, everything jumps as they go into different scenes. So it's kind of like everyone, you know, all the modern interpretations of Hamlet, right? All the old play style. So it like jumps around in time. Mm -hmm. So that suddenly they walk into a room and now they're dressed in World War II gear. And then they go back, and then they're in, like, 16th century. And then they go forward, and they're in modern, just nice-looking clothes. Like, but it kind of bounces around, but they don't really pay much attention to that. So yeah. it's kind of like... I'm going I'm going very weird with this. Yeah. It's going beyond. Because I, I wanted like it to be idea, kind actually. of like it, cool. it moving through different... Almost different interpretations of Hamlet. Because we've had a lot of Hamlets. Well, the three that I know of... The Mac, the Macbeth one, <laughs> the Mel Gibson one was mm-hmm. kind of like period accurate. Yeah, the Hamlet or Jesus Kenneth, the Kenneth Branagh one was still filmed in an English castle, but it way it looked more like the height of Russian opulence. Yeah, and the there was an Ethan Hawke version which was modern. It was about a Danish corporation, not the Danish king. Yeah. So. So I kind of want it to be. I haven't seen that one. That like they that's, are. That's next. <laughs> that they are bouncing between all these different mm-hmm. time periods and interpretations, and yeah, you could totally have it go from old English, and then just change the dialogue slightly so that it's modern when they step into a modern setting, and ha- kind of have them like kind of questioning what's going on, but at the same time, it just they just go with the flow because that's what happens whenever they get into a scene that. Mm-hmm is in an actual Hamlet with them, is they just start going with the flow. They just do the play. And then they yeah. come back and they're like, well, why didn't you ask him the questions? You asked him like two questions. You were going to ask him like 50. So that's how I'm bouncing it around for that. And then we can get into the other ones when I get into the characters themselves. Mine's similar, but not quite the same. Like, I don't want them to jump around in time, though I really do like that idea. Yeah, um, this idea is good. I did want it to be way more, like, people just disappeared, right? Like, the player was talking to them, and they turn a corner, and he's just gone. Yeah. Right? Instead of them finding him, and he says something else, no, he just disappears. And, like, them just turning, like, knowing where they're going, turning a corner, and being in the completely wrong room that they're supposed to be in, but they're 
now supposed to be here because Claudius shows up or something, right? Like, I just want them to not understand why whenever they're walking somewhere to go do something, mm-hmm. it the whole castle is changing to get them to where they need to go. I would love to see, though, them walking down the stairs and then coming down from the top of the stairs without the shot changing. Yeah, one of those. Like, just having them continuously yeah, they... looping and you being like, huh. It's not yeah. that hard to do. But did you like the Scooby-Doo aspect where they'd go, like, across the top and then they'd come down the bottom yeah. whenever they're moving around? Yeah. It's a Scooby-Doo. Or, um, um, no, I was going to say Annie Hall, not Annie Hall, the bold British comedian. Um, oh. Benny Hill. Benny Hill. Yeah. <laughs> That's the circus. <laughs> I remember the Benny Hill song, okay? Um, but yeah, like, I, it's kind of how I want to do it. I wanted to, to team, like they have no idea what's going on mm-hmm. because they don't like, it's such no. a, and like, there are a bunch of scenes where they're like hiding underground and they're seeing what's going on through a grate. I don't yeah. even want that. I want like them to just go from the scene that they have to be in. And then they just huge chunk of time where they don't know what the hell is going on. And then they just appear in the next scene. And you're like, they don't like, they're just confused. Yeah. Because like the whole point of this is these actors, if they were mm-hmm. in the play, would just be standing there and waiting mm-hmm. for the next scene for them to show up, and then they'd walk on stage, do their scene, and walk off. Yeah. Like, so I, I kind of like the fact that like they just don't know what's going on. I do also kind of like the fact that one of the Gary Oldman's characters keeps finding out like science. <laughs> I think that's cool. I like <laughs> when he has the airplane and he throws it across the scene and it like goes through like three different scenes yeah. and it comes back to him and, and he like... catches it. Yeah. In like completely different rooms. Like yeah. stuff like that. Like that's super weird. So yeah. I wanna I want it to be very, very weird. Yeah. Though I want I want the sets and stuff to be kinda like period accurate but exaggerated period accurate. Mm. I want it to be because like the, the thing is yeah, like, this was so very drab. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you know, they didn't have bright colors and stuff back then. But, like, we can do that stuff now when yeah. we do costuming. So, yeah. I'd like it to still be kind of period-accurate clothing. But, like, if there was going to be green instead of, like, a, dry, you know, a pale hunter green, have it bright green. A lime green. No, not lime green. But you know what I a mean. A neon green. Yeah. So, that's what I want. Do you have any changes to anything or just people? Nothing massive like you okay. guys. I just want to make it. To, I was thinking to just make it today. Yeah. yeah. I'm honestly that's just pretty, here because the cast massive. is. No. <laughs> I'm honestly just here because the cast is so short. It's not that See, short. <laughs> I had, a, I had, with my idea originally I was going to go is I wanted the Hamlet, the Gertrude, Claudius, and Polonius all to change each time but then i was like it gets really confusing oh you like different actors different actors each uh-huh. time like to have them change but yeah, like, that, then it people gets, wouldn't I think know the who movies they were already confusing yeah enough. i was like then it's gonna get way too confusing because yeah. you're like is this supposed to be hamlet now mm-hmm. or so i was like mm, no yeah so, like yeah. another thing i was talking about because watching that kenneth Branagh version the guy who played king claudius in that had played mm-hmm. hamlet so many times that when he was filming the movie mm-hmm. he kept screwing up his lines because he kept wanting to say Hamlet's lines. Yeah. Like that, like if you were going to do it by like switching actors, it'd be cool if you got someone who was playing Hamlet earlier in the film is now playing King Claudius because yeah. he's now older. <laughs> yeah. I almost, but, almost tried to find, and I thought of it too, but then it's like, it's not really recasting. So I almost wanted to find people that had already played like Hamlet in other movies and have them come in. But then I was like, meh. There aren't a ton of like straight up Hamlet's. Well, there's a ton of Shakespeare, like Shakespearean actors, mm-hmm. in but like England, I mean, film-wise, like, right? yeah. But there's only a couple. I guess we could look them up, but yeah. Well, there's other interpretations of Hamlet mm. too that are. Probably well, this up isn't there. just this is what this is. This is an interpretation, right? Yeah. So. Okay, shall we get to the cast list? Sure. <laughs> Don't sound so enthusiastic. Yay. Yay. Hey, I like this movie. There, there was much rejoicing. <laughs> I just didn't know what was going on all the time. That's fine. You don't have to know that. That's kind of the point of this movie is not knowing what the hell is going on all the time. I don't know about you, but I found the beginning to be really slow. Yeah. Like, uh, fine. I, I like the whole idea of the coin Whoa. flip going on over there. Yep. Yeah. 
it's just baby noise yeah so having that like the coin but i just it was so slow getting to the point and i'm like starts annoying me after a while i'm like okay get on with the movie and then i fell asleep and then i had to rewatch it and then i fell asleep again okay hold on <laughs> Rawr, there's so much noise is everyone enjoying the uh the guest star here background yep <laughs> You guys can talk while I, I know. entertain I know. the baby here. I'm enjoying my daughter. We're, we're all enjoying. There we go. So. <laughs> Hopefully that'll work. So I have brought up a list of the Hamlets. There's one from 1948. Wow. 1996, nice. 1990, 2000. There was a TV movie version of There's it. Probably like 12 TV versions. Um, Hamlet 2? Hamlet 2, which we actually saw. Oh, Do you remember I get that? to see that. It was that weird... It was Steve Coogan. Yeah. And it was about a school play, and it was really freaking weird. Are you, you sure I saw that with you? Pretty wanted sure. wanted to make a sequel to Hamlet. Yeah. And they're like, but he dies at the end, so what do you do? Yeah. And then the genius oh, yeah. brings him back. Look how many more. Like, there's a lot of Hamlets. Yeah. Jesus. So, yeah, one of my ideas was to take, like, all these people that would play Hamlet and, like, interject them each time Hamlet comes back in. He's still going. We yeah. lost count. That's a lot. Yeah. But we talked about this last week. Shakespeare has been redone. Yeah, it has <sighs> like 200 results for it. It's been redone, retold. Oh, yeah. So many times. Like yeah. hundreds of times. That It's the same. Mm-hmm. Right? Okie dokie. Hamlet on ice. I want to see that one. Do you? <laughs> yes. Hamlet on rye? What? Okay. <laughs> Hamlet, part yeah, three. Look, look that one up. Hamlet on Rye? Let's watch Hip Hop. Season Hamlet. one? Oh, there's, there's nothing there's interesting There's only one here. person. He was the voice of Mr. Magoo. What? <laughs> what is this even? It's an animation. Yeah. It's old. Okay. All right. Cast list? Yes. Oh, it's an episode of Mr. Magoo called Hamlet on Rye. Oh, okay. There that we makes go. more sense. Yeah. I want to see Hip Hop Hamlet. Okay, we're looking at Hip Hop Hamlet now. <laughs> Apparently. It's uh, oh. from a different country. Yep. I'm going to go... Might not even Sweden? be... Sweden? I'm going to go some sort of Scandinavian. Hamlet? Yeah. Finland. Hip- there Finland. On MTV3 in Finland. Nice. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hip Hop Hamlet. Okay. Let's get to the cast. <laughs> so weird. Did anybody pick a director? Nope. Anybody no. want to repick, re, replace Tom Stoppard? No? Probably not. Okay, fine. I'll let the studio decide this. <laughs> They're going to love my idea, but they can pick their own director. Sounds good. Let's see what else Tom Stoppard has directed. Uh, Nothing. Okay. This is his only one. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, he's written a bunch of stuff. He's a oh, okay. writer. He wrote Shakespeare in Love. Oh, did you see that movie is awful? And Brazil. I don't think that, I don't like that movie. Okay. Yeah. And Anna Karenina. Oh. I love saying that name. Isn't it? Is that how you actually say it? Yeah. It's not like. Yeah. Okay. I it's guess Anna right. Karenina. It's it's fun to say. <laughs> I'm not gonna try. Okay. So. Polonius. Polonius. Old man Polonius. Um, mind if I finish? Sure. That's I didn't cast this one. Just no, 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 no I know, but okay. like, mind if I, like, we'll do the circle, I'll be the last person to talk. Okay, sure. Okay, but remember what it happened is, last week. It is a play about my countrymen. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> I am Danish. <laughs> I guess last week was mine? Yeah. Italian? Yeah. Leonardo. <laughs> I've actually been to his castle. His real castle. Really? Yeah. Cool. Good for you. Thanks. <laughs> Spent a week in a castle once. Good for you. That was fun. Okay. That's cool. It was in England. All right, Polonius, I guess I'll go first then. Sure. Yeah. Because you didn't cast him. No. I want Jeremy Irons. Nice. <laughs> he's old. <laughs> he's That's old. the only reason. You're he's, old too. He's the old guy. Yeah. I think Jeremy Irons has that kind of old... Kind of that old mentor type well, especially, feel to him. Especially now. I know you haven't seen it yet, but his portrayal of 
that character in the in Watchmen TV show. I'm mm-hmm. saying it that way because I don't. It's actually kind of a reveal of who he is. <laughs> you tell me afterwards. We so don't have to... yeah, yeah, it's fine. I don't... Yeah. But no, he he's. But he's he's great. He's got that Jeremy Irons voice. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. So that's who I I went with. Yeah. Oh, because I remember the Mel Gibson version. I was I was trying to figure out who Polonius was. It was Ian ah, Holm. Wow, son of a gun. Our original Bilbo. One of my actors is on there. <laughs> For a different role, though. So oh, really? it's good. Okay. All right. Who so, did you have? Yeah. Oh, right. Um, I had uh, Bill Nighy. Mm, I nice. thought of him because of the because of the elderly, but I think the Shaun way of the he. Dead. Yeah, kind of more like his dry humor yeah. would come across more. Because when he's talking to Robert, uh, Roberts, I don't know where my brain is right now, um, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, mm-hmm. like, he treats them like they're stupid, right? So I think having someone who has a better comedic timing than Ian Richardson, who originally played it in this film, which I forgot to say, um, did. I think he just, mm-hmm. he played it straight because that's how yeah. I'm assuming Tom Stoppard wanted him to play it. Um, but yeah, I think I like Bill Nighy. He's very funny and an incredibly talented actor. So I was thinking of Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. Slotty Botfast. Yes. What? It's a fun uh, name. I know. <laughs> We're having fun with names today, okay? Yeah. Okay, next. Gertrude, the queen. The Did queen. you cast the queen? I cast the... Okay, so... Oh, my thing went away. I cast the queen, the king, Hamlet, the player, Gildestern, and Rosencrantz. Okay. So that's who we so, have left. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Gertrude was originally played by Joanne Miles. Millis. Whatever. Yeah. Chris? I'm up. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is what I was talking about. I didn't realize that she'd already been in a Hamlet. She was Ophelia, though, there. Hamlet Bonham Carter? Yep. <laughs> Made her Gertrude. That's cool. Because she can kind of... she She's older now than she was. No one wanted to cast Ophelia, by the way, because she doesn't say anything in this. She says, like, two lines. Yeah. And then, like, runs around crazy. Yeah. Because he's crazy. She gets driven She gets driven mad by the situation mm-hmm. that happens to her. It's quite True. sad. Yes. So, anyways. Um, yeah, I think playing Gertrude is kind of just that... I don't know. The weird situation of whether or not the queen is in with the king or just completely oblivious i can't quite remember hamlet that well she she is oblivious she doesn't know yeah all right which was one of the reasons why i wanted to rewatch it just in case we had questions about hamlet and i'm like okay i'm up on what hamlet's about you're smart see i have no (laughs) idea about hamlet i think because he was house was talking to me about this i'm like oh wait that's right. It's the Lion King. Well, well, I was because <laughs> the Lion King. They, when they in the scene when they when the players do Hamlet basically mm-hmm. really quickly, I was trying to quickly explain it to her, and then I get to the end, I'm like, oh yeah, there's a ghost in there somewhere. Ghost is at the beginning. Ghost is at the beginning. Yeah. The king comes to Hamlet and tells him that's that he, how he his... that's how he is finds out that his uncle murdered his dad oh. is because the ghost of his dad tells him so. Oh okay. Yeah. Like Mufasa. So so Mufasa yeah, doesn't say Scar killed me. No, he should, though. He should. But he, yeah. Simba, Scar totally killed me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. That Go whole, forth. The whole Lion King thing bothers me, too. Because, like, Scar walks up and is like, I'm going to be king now. And everyone should have been like, no, you're not. We clearly know that you killed him. Simba would not have done that. <laughs> We're also, not stupid. You've been hanging out with the hyenas a lot. Yeah. They were doing some sort of Hitler march the other day. <laughs> yeah, there's, some, there's something nifty about this. Something's going on. Also, why did they name you Scar? <laughs> it's technically not his name. I know that much. But. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> who, who did you have? <laughs> <Okay. Richard? laughs> I had Mingna Wen. I know, and mine's not Danish. No, definitely not Danish. <laughs> it is now. The best part of the Mulan movie. Oh, yes, her little cameo. <laughs> yeah. She's like three seconds uh, at the end of that movie. It's it's really she's uncredited, too, apparently. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so she's awesome, and I need a queen, and the my Hamlet is going to be of this similar background, so I'm like, they should probably well, look similar. Well, it's the thing, like, hmm? Ham- again, as we talked about with... Much Ado About Nothing. Much Ado About Nothing. Hamlet is about uh, 
um, king's, king's brother who kills a king to take over the take over the crown. That's what it's about. It's a usurper of the throne. Yeah, like that can be set anywhere at any time about anything. Well, like you said, yeah. it could be said about a corporation. Well, right? this is why we have, I guess, 200 or more Hamlet's. Yeah, exactly. Because it can literally be any... It can be... Done it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. many ways. Which is one of the great things about Shakespeare's plays, is they are very, very loose on what they when they have to be set. and. You well, know. if you think about it, these were written so long ago, he's the one with the first... Yep. idea for this story and mm-hmm. then everyone just keeps adapting it from that mm-hmm. okay well even him like he took from source material too right oh, of course, wow. yeah. should i go you're up yeah um i picked uh sophie marceau any of you know who that is mm, i don't think so um actress i know her from another shakespeare movie i won't name just because we might be doing it later this month uh <laughs> Um, might be. We don't have. We haven't decided yet. Um, How we decided, but okay. No. Um, mm-hmm. But she was also a Bond girl in one of the worst Bond movies. Oh. But she's a very, very good actress. She was just in a bad Bond movie. She was in The World Is Not Enough mm. with Denise Richards. Ah, oh, Christmas Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the greatest Bond girl. Though, though they had a really good bad guy in that in Robert Carlyle. They just didn't use him very well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, oh, so, so Robert Carl Carlyle for the uh, King. Yeah, he's a good actor. He I is. love Robert Carlyle. Mm-hmm. He's in one of the scariest scenes I've ever seen. Oh, the opening from Twenty Eight Weeks Later. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's creepy. Yeah. Okay, next, Claudius. Claudius. King Claudius, originally played by Donald Sumpner, who was. In Game of Thrones, as we said before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's also been a character actor for a very long time. Has he always looked old, by the way? Because he probably looked old in he this. Does. Yeah, probably. I know him from someone else. This is else. 1990, yeah. right? I, I really enjoyed him as the detective in Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, even though he wasn't in it for very long. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was the one who had, with the, yeah, yeah the case okay. that hadn't been solved. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's been doing this for a very long time. He yeah. has 145 credits to his name. So, started working in the 60s. Yep. So, okay. Who was your king? So, going with the whole time jumps, I needed somebody that I think would look good as both old England, old Dan- Danish, I guess. Denmark. Denmark. Old Denmark. And then modern. I went with Colin Firth. Okay. <laughs> yep. An Irishman. Yeah, <laughs> but he's he he plays that kind of elegant Britishman, especially in like the Kingsman. Oh wait, is he Irish? I don't think he is. Maybe I'm wrong. Sorry. Colin Firth. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Thinking Colin Farrell. Maybe I was thinking Colin Farrell. Maybe that's who I thought. Firth. Yeah. Kingsman. Got it. No, I know who you're talking Not about. Not Farrell. <laughs> Both of us would have Both actually been good Farrell. choices. Yeah. <laughs> so, but he he can play that like gentleman he's even played a king before and he's played a king before the yes, king's speech has. yeah i don't remember which king that was but this, i want to see him do this as the kind of like sweet guy but then hold terribly on. terrible hold on what did you pick him because of king's speech no i haven't actually seen that one so you don't know that his wife is telling him bottom carter in that movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nope. <laughs> coincidence. <laughs> terrible, terrible coincidence. Because I actually picked him first. So you know oh. they have good chemistry because they've done yeah, it before. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's all good. Yeah. I'm great at casting people. <laughs> Make sure we don't have the same person for uh, yeah, two you weeks in a row. You do this a lot, God's don't sense. you? Or you like pick them where they played a part But he doesn't before. do it on purpose. I know, he just does it. It's because I, I'm searching for different people at different times. And then I'm like... <laughs> Oh yeah, this yeah. would work because it's the weirdest thing. So, yeah. okay, works out. Who is your king? Yes. Yeah, so my understanding that this is the bad guy basically in Hamlet, yes. right? Yes. So, I went with someone who plays a bad guy often, but uh, I went with Jason Isaacs. Nice. Yeah, I thought he'd be a good choice because he could, you know. Yeah. He could be, like you said, kind of nice and mm-hmm. be or whatever, but he's actually really a bad guy. Yeah. I'm not gonna do his British accent though. I'm gonna do like an American accent though. Yeah. Like uh, in Discovery. Okay. More like that, because I want it today and everyone more modern. 
Oh, right. I no, forgot you were saying yours today. Yeah, and no one, and no one really in my cast has accents anyway, so... Yeah, Ming-Na is just basically an American accent. And, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah that's no, I, I love Jason Isaacs. Yeah, hmm. he's great. He's phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked Liam Cunningham for mm-hmm. mine. Yeah, you know him. Do I know yeah. him? You do. He was in Game of Thrones. He was the um, guy with the missing fingers. Oh, not not the okay. pirate, the because he doesn't consider himself a pirate. What no. does he consider himself? But for for me, I I all I remember him from was that one of the very last scenes when they kicked, picked Braun to be king. Yeah. And everyone's standing up and they're saying who they are, and mm. he's like, "I am this. I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why I'm here." And all of us are like, "We don't know either." So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think he did a very very good job on that show, and I've seen him in many many things in the past mm-hmm. um but yeah he wanted someone who was a little you have to get the elderly right mm-hmm. not the elderly but oh, older whoa. the elderly the 60 <laughs> elderly you know no there your was a parents joke. are like in your their 60s my my dad is still... in his 70s okay well there yeah. you go and they still have a lot of energy yeah. well your mom does them yeah. your dad's a little eh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i so and with the game, well, the whole Game of Thrones yeah. connection. <laughs> kind of cool, yeah. It, it yeah. still works. Yeah. Okay. Next on our list is Hamlet. The titular character of a totally different play. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted Hamlet to be kind of the hero, right? He's the one that you're uh, like... Originally yeah, played Hamlet. by Ian Glenn. Yeah, Ian Glenn. Yeah. So I, w- I wanted somebody that was going to be like... The standout, like, why is this guy not the star when we're looking at these two, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, so I kind of chose more background people for them. But I went with Henry Cavill for Hamlet. Okay. Because, you know, pretty boy Henry that Cavill. That is a sexy Hamlet. <laughs> so that's exactly the point, because you're like, oh, look, there's Hamlet, and then he's off the screen, and you're like... Have you seen the video of him making that computer? No. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I watched the, uh, the making of The Witcher, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all, the, all his stunts, and they're like, "We love that he does his own stunts, but we're concerned that he does his own stunts." <laughs> it's because he, you know, once you work with Tom Cruise, you get shamed into doing your own stuff. <laughs> oh, did oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. 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 So he's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Good pick. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you. Wait, I don't know. That's a very <laughs> muscular Hamlet. <laughs> but that's the, that's kind of what I was going yeah. for, right? Because he's supposed to be the. Not the hero, because it's a tragedy, but mm-hmm. he's supposed to be, like, the guy you're rooting for to win. All right. This, your Hamlet? Is, this is where it gets a little bit different. I picked a Kelly Marie Tran. I okay. picked a girl. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because that's Rose, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. I was just, like. From Star Wars. Yes. So, I was just, like, on, you know, Internet Movie Database, and I was just, like, you know what? She doesn't get enough love. She's a good actress. She just. Yeah. Got pushed off to the side with that. So badly written character. Yeah, so, and mm-hmm. this is something very different. So like you know, yeah. let's get her out there more. And I like her, you know. So and and the hero. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see what I went with. Um, I kind of went a little different because I never really saw Hamlet as a hero. I always saw him as this kind of. I'm just going off what you guys are saying. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> you you this, guys actually uh, know what's going on. This, this. this emo y, whiny <laughs> man yeah. who finds out about stuff. So, oh, hold on. So, okay. he's the old. way I've always interpreted Hamlet was that he he acts crazy to the, some degree. He does go a little bit crazy, but then at the end, he has his whole fight, right? And everything. You're rooting <laughs> for the character, though, aren't you? You're supposed to be because he's yeah. trying to avenge his father. Yeah. Yeah. But he just starts kind of going off the rocker. Yeah. And he does not treat Ophelia very well. No. No, he does not. Oh. No, he does And he gets... The thing is, like, when he gets mad at characters like his mom and Ophelia, like, Mm -hmm. he gets really mad at them. Like, he's very, very emotional. He's very raw when it comes to stuff about the death of his father and stuff like that. But he literally killed Polonius. Yes, he killed Polonius. Which I love that scene, because Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are there, and then they're like, oh! Yeah. (laughs) Well, they they also scare Polonius, and that's why he makes the sound. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, who's your Hamlet? Um, I picked um, Isaac Hampstead Wright. Speaking of Game of Thrones, it's Bran. Ah. Uh, Because... I see Hamlet as not the the prospering hero, mm-hmm. but I see him as this 
whiny prince who's just affected by his father's death to a point where he's instead of accepting it and all that stuff mm -hmm. he just he looks for conspiracy and finds it in a ghost <laughs> right it just happens to be true but but we don't get that in that in this movie we never get to see the ghost which no, would be cool but you know what i mean you know though in this movie though i gotta say Ian Glenn kind of played him more like a hero he yeah. seemed more, mm -hmm. but I guess you're watching the... No, even then, okay. even with the but, um, yeah. all the other versions, the um, Mel Gibson and Kenneth Brown, mm -hmm. I was like, he, he is more of that. But because this is a side story, I kind of wanted it to be of, mm -hmm. why is he... Because like, they're there to find out what's wrong with him, mm -hmm. right? So he should be, instead of like triumphant and stuff, he should be like, nah. Dad died. Yeah. My dad died. My mom raped my uncle. Uh. Uh. <laughs> the uncle killed him. I'm gonna get these players to yeah. do something. So, <laughs> can he can he be dressed as like a goth guy? Yeah, sure. Just With like, the flip flip hair that he has. Flip he, hair. He can't be nonconformist <laughs> if you don't drink coffee. Drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes <laughs> the whole time. The uh, Spider Man from Spider Man Three. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so cast Tobey Maguire for that then. <laughs> okay, so that's who yeah. I want. Okay. Uh, next on our list is the player. The player, Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. Do you guys have any Richard Dreyfus fun facts? Do you Not remember really. any movies with Richard Dreyfus? In I'm them? pretty sure I've seen him in something. <laughs> he's yeah, he's one of those actors that I. If we let's look, let's it look him up. Because I, I, I can recognize his face from yeah. things. I always remember him for me personally, it's Jaws. Yeah. Right? And um Mr. Holland's opus. I think close encounters. Yeah. So Though he did play a good bad guy in the first red. He also did his own voice as narrator on Family Guy. Hmm. So I've probably seen him there a couple times. He just Shows up and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. he's a very prolific uh, character actor. Yeah. So, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I always liked Mr. Holland's Opus. James and the Giant Peach. Well, there you go. He was go. a centipede. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't I like have recognized that though. No, but... I love that movie though. It's a good one. Okay. It's when we do Tim Burton month. Oh my god, are we gonna do that? Next well, we year. could do that. He was in it, right, the narrator in the. Oh wait, didn't he just produce that one? I don't even I don't think know. he was involved in that at all. I think it was Henry Selick's movie. I think it was Henry Selick's. <laughs> Stand oh. by me, Danielle. Stand I haven't by seen me. that. I've never seen that. You haven't seen Stand By Me? No. no. We can't recast that. It's but for kids. No, I know. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's hard. All right. Am I up? Yes. Are you looking up your person? No, I was, <laughs> was going to look up James and the Giant Peach, but oh. I'll look that up afterwards. So, for the player... Because of kind of who he is, and he's kind of this weird ghost, kind of ghost, kind of, I don't know. I almost, when I was picturing it, it's kind of like the, he's kind I don't want to say like character. A, a demon or an angel, but he's kind of like a more mythical mm. character because he kind of knows what's going on. And then he definitely knows what's going on. on. So, anyways. so I went with Dominic Cooper. Howard Stark. Howard Stark. Okay. Sorry, I was drinking. I, was, I, I knew he was going to get it. <laughs> young um, Howard Stark. Young Howard oh, okay. Stark from um, the first Avengers. Because mm -hmm. I kind of want that. It's going to sound weird. I kind of want that like devilness to him. Like you kind of think he might be somewhat playing with Rosencrantz and Guildenstern and the mm -hmm. way he kind of communicates. Because Richard Dreyfuss almost kind of does that. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do this? And then they kill him. He's like, aha, yeah. fake knife. Yeah. You're like, oh. But I kind of want somebody who looks both, you know, he's just an actor there to perform, and then he's kind of like this other world being in the background that's mm -hmm. just like really messing with Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. So that's who I went with. Cool. All right, Kay. my turn. Danielle? All right, so I went with, uh, I'm going to say this right, Leslie... Uh, Odom Jr. Odom Jr. Leslie Odom. Okay, so yeah, he was in Hamlet. He was not so. in Hamlet. He was. He was in Hamilton. Hamilton, thank you. <laughs> God damn. 
Um, and he was also in uh, The Murder in the Orient Express, which technically was a bad guy because... They were all bad guys. They were all bad guys. <laughs> but there's, a, there's the scene when you actually see what happens. It's just like, oh, this guy looks scary. So He's a good actor. And I thought this character was like a weird character in this. So, I mean, that's why I was getting off. So I guess, but you, so he's like basically like a ghost or. Yeah, because he, cause he's he obviously kind of knows what's going on, but yeah. So yeah. He's, and then, he's like their, their guide through purgatory. And the fact that he was in Hamilton, I thought, oh, it'd be cool to get someone who's actually done play work yeah. to be in this. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, who was Dante's guide in the Inferno? Do you Virgil. know? Virgil. Yeah. He's kind of like Virgil. Yeah. He kind of oh, okay. guides them through the purgatory. Right. That's kind of a good way of putting it. Virgil guided Dante through, yeah, Purgatory. Well, he guided Hell, through them all three. Yeah, yeah. Inferno, Purgatory, and Peridissimo. Yes. So you saying this was kind of like Purgatory's kind of a good way of explaining mm-hmm. it? Pretty much. This is kind of the is. best way of describing it. Because of the weird stuff that happens, the coin flipping, things don't change. Yeah, they're, they're not they're remembering st- where they were. They're stuck. Why are oh, we speaking here? Speaking of weird stuff, that that bass scene when they're checking out that what they thought was a woman's ass. Yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Turns around, it's just like, oh no, that's a dude. It's the the player dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because all the players were guys. Yeah, they weren't allowed to have women on stage. Oh wow. That was, ba- well, yeah. That, that was, was a Shakespearean thing. So oh, right. you, didn't you say that when that they, is, when there was women, there was guys playing the that women? That used to be whole, boys. That is the whole premise of the Shakespeare in Love movie. Oh. So they would get young boys to play the females. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's why that guy looks so young and kind of mm-hmm. feminine looking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I was going to say something, that's but so I won't sexist. say it. Cause, yeah. Well, it's... I know. I know. <laughs> you just watched Old. Mulan. It's kind of the same I thing. I know. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for mine? Yes. Um, I went with the other part of this character, the the actor. Mm. The oh. over-actor part of it. Oh, cool. Um, Nicolas Cage. No. No, no, no. I went with... <laughs> I a, almost I, went with Nicolas Cage, I went by the way. I, I went, wanted to go with an actor like Richard Dreyfuss, yeah. who overacted well. Yes. Right? His overaction makes sense with how he is playing the part. Mm-hmm. Um... So I went with Michael Fassbender. Oh. Because as Magneto, he overacts the shit out of those movies, but it's done really well. Right? Like, yeah. Like his hand mo- movements when he's trying to move stuff around and this, like it's all in his face and then like how he does stuff. But I think Fassbender is just a, a remarkable talent when it comes to overacting well. Yeah. Unlike Nicolas Cage, who overacts. And doesn't do it well. <laughs> this would have been a completely different route I would have gone had I cast Nicolas Cage well, as you, a player. The thing is and like, I would have. If, if you cast someone like Nicolas Cage, you this would just become a straight-up comedy and you could make it that. Well, you could. Yeah. Because yeah. that's kind of... The player has a lot of that kind of I, comedic I honestly him. laughed a bunch in this movie because yeah. I understood what was going on. Well, there is <laughs> like a, when, when yeah. Polonius gets killed and they're hiding. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I remember this scene from Hamlet. Right? Yeah. So. I just like till they sneak up on him. Yeah, I laughed when he threw the paper airplane because it yeah. just like they're doing the scene and you just see it go, Whoo, and you're like, <laughs> what? Let's well, yeah, they're just like they're doing random stuff. Yeah, yeah, and they're it's... just trying to figure out. And I I laughed a bunch when they couldn't figure out who Rosencrantz and which one was Rosencrantz and which one was Gilda Stern, and they just kept going back and forth, yeah. and then. When he's like, okay, you be Rosencrantz, I'm going to be Hamlet. Wait, wait, so <laughs> that was I'm so funny. in your head? And then they're going back and forth, and he's like... And I, I really did enjoy their their game of questions hmm. that was played like a tennis match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Do we want to do them as one? Because we have two more characters left. We have Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Mm-hmm. We can do them separate. Just make sure everyone knows which one's which. But do you know which one's which? Well, we'll pick what they gave <laughs> we, us we there. We know what we have on. <laughs> yes. Or we just say Tim Roth next. Yeah. Or okay. Gary Oldman next. Whoever you want. Okay, Who then we'll, going next? I, you have to distinguish them. Like, I'd say do it based off of, like, who yeah. who's playing Tim Roth's character. So, because yes. Roth's character is, of course, a he little is, more straight. Yeah. And Oldman's character is very much more... Comedy. Comedy. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of how I did my casting. So, I, I 
on my list, I went with Tim Roth first. Okay, okay. Because mm-hmm. Tim Roth. as much as I love the both of them, Gary Oldman's Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's great. <laughs> yeah, so. Okay, let's start with Tim Roth as Rosencrantz or Guildenstern. <laughs> on IMDb, he's IMDb put down as Guildenstern. I'm assuming when the play is written, they don't have it. They probably just have it down They as, have to have it. You are Guildenstern, yeah. you are Rosencrantz, yeah. but just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so who is your Guildenstern? So, I went younger on them than I think Oldman and Roth were, although they were really young looking Um, in this. That sounds like a lawyer firm. Oldman and Roth. Oldman and Roth. (laughs) Roth Um, and Oldman? (laughs) uh, Tim Roth was 29, Gary Oldman was 32. Oh, so maybe I'm a little old. About the same age range. So that's the weird thing about actors. (laughs) Actors in the era of the 90s and the Mm -hmm. 80s and the 70s looked way older than the actors who are the same age now. But you look at Oldman and he's still not like super old. No, but you know what I mean? I think he just, he's always kind of, he just has he's that like look. Keanu Reeves, yeah. although Keanu Reeves does look old in Keanu Bill Keanu Reeves is in his 50s. I know. He does not look like he's in his 50s. Yeah. Anyway, who's your Roth Goldenstern? Uh, so I went with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Okay. Okay, I know Quick who Silver. that is. Yes, oh, you do. You. Quicksilver. Yes. Age of Ultron. Not, yes, and Tenet, which I missed that. Yes, I was you like, did. Oh, I haven't you always yet, look so. so different. It's really good. You should really see it. And in theaters. Yeah. So I went with him because of the way he portrayed Quicksilver, and he kind of had those those lines. With the same accent? Not that accent, of course. <laughs> well, sure, why not? It was a bad accent. It was a bad accent. But he can do his British accent or his, I don't British. know. He's British or Irish, whatever. European. <laughs> But I want that kind of that, that quips, right, back and forth. And I want him to be kind of a little bit more, as Roth was, like the straight man to mm-hmm. this. And kind of trying to figure out exactly what's going on. Whereas Oldman's character just kind of just figuring out science, as you put it. <laughs> yeah. So, and just having them completely, like, thrown out and trying to figure out where they are. And when you have all the time... For me, when I have all my time jumps where they go to different errors, like just have them completely trying to figure out what's going on. Whereas the next character just is like, meh, whatever. Look, I'm in a boat. <laughs> I like the plane. Yeah. Well, you've mentioned that. You've mentioned that multiple times. I mean, it's, it's just, it's great. Yeah. Chris goes home and he just has it saved. And he's just looping it and rewatching it. Making he's planes. laughing on the floor. <laughs> I'm just gonna cut it up so that it goes. A plane goes through every different type of movie. <laughs> okay, Danielle. All right, so I had Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Winstead. Did I say it? Sorry. Winstead. So I don't think she's done any comedy really, but this is the more serious. I don't. She's. I don't know. It depends on what you what you consider Die Hard. <laughs> but her roles haven't really been comedic. But this this is the straighter of the two characters, right? Yes. But I was thinking when she was in Birds of Prey as Huntress when she's in front of the mirror practicing. I thought that was so funny. So I thought maybe she could bring the more serious comedy to this. And it's yeah. something a little different for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's a good actress. Yeah. Very. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with someone else from the Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, yeah? I went with Daisy Ridley. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I think between that movie where she could show her acting chops and the quick dialogue from the modern Star Wars movies mm-hmm. would fit for this. Yeah. And it, again, like I've only seen her in one film since Star Wars, so yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she's a very good actress. Yeah, You've used her more thing. than once, too. Yes, I, I have yeah. used her more than once, but not more than thrice. Okay. Just gotta. <laughs> Yes, I'm keeping track of that. We're we're keeping track. I make sure that... (laughs) Although I think I used Aaron Taylor Johnson on Rashomon. Mm. But that was almost 20 episodes ago, so I think I'm in the clear on this. Yeah. So So next, Gary Oldman. Ah, Gary Oldman. Are we going to talk about him yet again? Because so Oldman Rosencrantz. Oldman like a ton of times. Yes, Yes. Oldman is Rosencrantz. He is. He's still playing the same character. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just get him to play the same. (laughs) Just Oldman again. You're just Oldman again. Somehow he looks younger than everybody else. (laughs) One of the better modern actors, right? 
Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he's, he's definitely up there with people like Daniel Day-Lewis and all that stuff. Like, I think he is phenomenal. He is a, he's what I consider the chameleon actor. Yes. He blends into roles that you don't at first think that's Gary Oldman. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he does, like, everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, he does not care. He's very diverse in what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just just from from 2019, the Courier, then the Laundromat, Mary, Killers Anonymous, Tao, Hunter Killer, like he plays in so many. He's in RoboCop. Bad movies, one? yeah, he plays in RoboCop. Oh. Hmm? He's in so many bad movies. He's in Dawn of the Planets of the Apes as Dreyfus. Well, Hasso's like, oh, he just wants <laughs> a paycheck. But what if he actually likes being in bad movies? I think he does. I think he does like being in bad. But movies. if you think about like, if there's some really weird yeah. parts, but they're probably really fun. Think of like, well, that's the thing for, for someone like him. I think it's it's not just I'm in a bad movie. It's this is fun. I get, I, it's fun. I got to change this character because he's not a bad actor. Yeah. Like he's a yeah. great. He's yeah. a magnificent actor. I think that's the thing. He gets to play this variety of, of and he doesn't get blocked into like your, yeah, like. Um, though he does play a bad guy a lot. Oh, he does. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. But we talked about gets, that with but, the way but he typecast a lot. But he doesn't get. Yeah, he doesn't get typecast. Like he's played Russians. He's played. Harry Americans. Potter. He's maybe played that's also why he's like I'm you know, not going to be typecasted. Yeah, yeah. He's, so. That's why I said he's a chameleon. Yeah. He goes he, into a role. For me, he was one of the best Draculas ever. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. For me, he was a great villain in uh, Fifth Element. Yeah, Zorg. Zorg. Yes. Yeah. He was a great villain in Air Force One. Mm-hmm. Right. He was an amazing Commissioner Gordon in the mm-hmm. Dark Knight trilogy. Right. So. His overacting in what was it? The professional. The professional. Yes. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone. It's it's a meme for God's sake. I know. <laughs> like, yeah. It's great. Yeah, like Harry Potter, Sirius Black. Yeah. Like, Underutilized as Sirius. He I was. Yeah. He should have been more, but... Anyway. Okay. Okay, as I was saying, compared to my Hamlet, who's Henry Cavill, and most people know, my Rosencrantz, I wanted somebody that, doesn't sound terrible, is kind of that bumbling-looking person. So I went with Matthew Lewis. Who's that? Neville Longbottom. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's the actor. He doesn't obviously look like Neville. Definitely does not look no, like Neville. No, he's like anymore. ripped now. Like, <laughs> but he's not as well known. No, out there. Like he hasn't done a lot of films after that. I and think that's... a lot of those people are just like living off Harry Potter. Films. Well, of course. Wouldn't you be? Yes, I would. <laughs> but. I wanted somebody because he could play. He played Neville so well as that kind of, uh, I don't know, not so full of himself, but like kind of just fumbling around yeah, and doing yeah. things. Like he played that so well. That, that meaning that's, well, but yeah, yeah. He had good intentions, and that's kind of what I want with Rosencrantz. And I didn't want, as much as I said, I didn't want as big of stars to be here, but they are the focus. So I wanted somebody that could carry this on. So that's who I went with. Well, hi, honey. Hi. The guest star that we have, yes. that honey. She's gonna add add her input on Rosencrantz. Danielle, who is your Rosencrantz? All well, right. Before you uh, get interrupted by baby. I picked Tessa Thompson. Nice. Yes. So she's definitely done like comedic stuff. She was Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's a uh, she's amazing. And as you can see, I I I was like, I want them to be all be women instead. God, now I kind of want to watch a Taika Waititi version of this movie. <laughs> you know what? I, <laughs> that thought would, that would be making, I thought about making him the director and then putting him in the cast, but I thought that's going to be... Put him as the player. No, yeah, that'd I be thought too of much. that too, actually. That'd be too I mean, much? I mean, that'd be too much. That is uh, actually what I was going to yeah, do. I, I was just thinking Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. That was like, actually what I was going to do. I was doing that the other night, yeah. and I'm like, no, it's going to be so over the top. Plus, yeah. I might want to use Taika Waititi. Again. <laughs> Again. Yeah. And I think I've used him before, so I don't want to, you know, pull Chris here, so. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I am not the only one that has casted somebody multiple times. I'm just the first. <laughs> I was trying to look up his so name. Yeah, and see Tessa if I Thompson cast him. is my What about yours? Um, I will attend to the yeah. guest star. Um, I picked uh, Nicholas Holt, who I think you picked last yeah. week. I'm pretty sure I know who that is. Um, he was Beast. Yes. Um, but I picked him as his from his role of um, 
Oh my god. The Emperor of Russia. In the Catherine the Great TV show on oh, Amazon. Okay. He is... Whose name I cannot remember. The character's name I cannot remember. But Vladimir? <laughs> it's a Russian name. Racist. <laughs> it's better than going with Rasputin. <laughs> Rasputin's in it. He just well, played by a different person. But that's not... um, no, he is... Because of that show, that show is written in such a way that it is very quick-witted. It is very fast dialogue. Mm-hmm. And I think no. that even though Rosencrantz is supposed to be the dumber one, the the dialogue still has to be top-notch. Yeah. So. You do yeah. not need to walk mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. Man. I went with uh, Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Cool. He was my Claudio. That's right. We didn't choose the same person this week, so no, good we for didn't. us. Yay! Yeah, there we go. Yes. Go okay, well, yeah. Sorry. Little tiny baby break. Baby break. This was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I I'd like to it. see. I'd like to see the play. I'd like to see a play. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's true. I'd like to see a movie in theaters again, but it's going to well, be a like, while for me. I don't, I, I don't see a lot of plays. No. Um, no. I've seen Phantom of the Opera, which isn't a play. It's obviously an opera. Mm. I've seen the musical, the Mormon one, Book, the of, Book Mormon, of Mormon. Yes, that with was you. great. Um, have we seen anything else? Like I think that's it for me. Wow. Like I've seen high school stuff, but I don't count that. I have seen. I think I saw Les Miserables when I was young, but I don't. I fell asleep during it. I have seen The Lion King and Beauty and the Beast, which were both amazing ones. Was I've this seen, when you were in London? Yes. I've seen Greece. I'm trying to remember what else I've seen. I've seen another one. I've seen a bunch. Like, I've seen a bunch with school. We saw Othello. Yeah, but the thing is, um, school doesn't really ones. count. Like, they're, they're no, terrible. no, not like a school performance oh, okay. of it. Like, as the school, we went and saw Got it. somebody perform Othello. Okay. Like, an actual... That was a fun story because we didn't get back home till like, 1 a.m. Yeah. Because we had to go to downtown Sydney. And then they're like, all right, everyone, have fun. Is that how they said it? Yep, pretty much. They didn't say it with an Australian accent? Ah. Come I don't on. want to do it right now. Come on, no. let's hear it. You lived there. <laughs> you should do a good one. It's terrible. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I've seen a few, and then I've seen a few odd, weird ones with, like, university and that, like, going... But I, I kind of think that's part of the problem of where we live, too. Like, there's not really... There's theater groups, but it's yeah, not like I've a big s- theater. Yeah, I've seen we're not a big at, theater town. I've seen stuff at theater under the yeah. stars. Like I saw Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat, um, Anna Green Gables uh, singing no, singing in the rain. But they literally was had it actually performed in the rain because it is. It was actually raining that day, <laughs> so they had like a thing that ra- like did rain in the front, but it was actually raining that day. <laughs> but they have Shakespeare in the park. Yeah. And we had a friend who was in one of them last year, and we didn't go well, that, see it. Well, that was, oh, no, that was the Theater Under the Stars. That was different. Yeah. yeah. We didn't get to make it that. No. We, we, were, we were very busy. Very busy. Yeah. Anyway, let's wrap this show up. Let's wrap it up. Chris? Where, Where can, can they, they find, find us? <laughs> is that what I, you're asking me? Yes, that's your role. No, I thought I say that. No, he <laughs> says, where can they find us? Where, and then you answer. Hey, Danielle, where can they find us? <laughs> it's like wow. we've never done this before. You can find us on Facebook at Recasted or find us on Twitter at Recasted Pod. We are, we're using Podbean now. And so that's, so we're on Google, we're on Spotify, iTunes. Are we on any others? We're on a few. Let us know well, if you let us know anything. Let us know if you don't can't find us on your podcast. Honestly, we're the most popular of the recasted. So no, you'll no. probably be able to find us. Um, what Danielle just said, we are transitioning over um, carriers, I guess. Um, so we are having to do different feeds now, unfortunately. So the feed you are probably listening to this on might not exist at the end of the month. Um, so the new one is just the R logo with the reel, with the film reel in it. The old one is the film reel R with the recasted whole word. Um, so it is different. If you want to transfer over, that'd be great. Yes, please. But yeah, end of the month. So at the end of Shakespeare month, that's when it'll transition. So the first, Mm -hmm. um, by the first, for the, by the first episode in October, Mm -hmm. it'll be, um, only on the one, only on the one feed. And this is to make it easier for you guys. Yeah. So, 
Our loyal, loyal fans. Yes. So where, they can, where can they find you, Chris? Find me on the Canuck Comic Guy store on Etsy. Come check us out next week, maybe. Hopefully we'll get that photo of the table up. I love how you say us, but it's just you. Yeah. Unless, like... Except I'm going to need somebody to help me carry it from my truck to here, so... Okay. Yes, it's true. This is a heavy table. Get Freya to help you. Freya can help me. She's tough. All right. And you can find me on Instagram at Fiona Beer. Um, all lowercase. F-I-O-N-A-V-E-E-R. Okay. Yep. And I'm only here. <laughs> Hassa at home. Hassa at home. <laughs> okay. Oh, you can always just throw out like your gamer ID or something. Like, I, am not, on PlayStation. I am not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, from all of us here at Recasted. Go watch The Taming of the Shrew from 1967 with uh, Elizabeth Taylor Taylor and Richard Burton.